0: So, hi, everyone. As Christian said, I have literally just run from dance. It's fine. Um, I'm a little bit... My legs are a bit funny, but it's all right. It's all right. We'll go with it. So, um, you can probably tell from my slightly RP voice, uh, I grew up in London. And uh, London's good. It's vibrant. But part of life there was that I always saw people on the streets. And when I was young, I didn't really know what was going on. And I didn't know why nobody was helping them. But I did know that I wanted to do something about it. But I didn't really know what. And then just over a year ago, I started helping lead a group called Roof, right here from G2. And we go around town and we hand out sandwiches and have conversations with people. And it's such a good bunch who are trying to engage with the current situation of poverty. And it feels very natural to me now, the first time I went on roof, I was really nervous. It had been drummed into my head that people who were on the streets were scroungers and would steal everything that they could get their hands on. And, and I was scared, I really was. I was always told that everyone on the streets was there because they chose to be. But then I met Abby. Abby is the kindest, funniest woman I've ever met. She pours her heart into helping people and looking after them when they're down, and she loves to read. Every time I see her, she's got a book in her hands, and it's it's a different one every week. She she plows through them and she absolutely loves it. And the second I sat down next to Abby, I just felt an overwhelming deep love. And I can only describe that to be the Holy Spirit working in that place at that time. And I'm not going to pretend that poverty is pretty. Because it isn't. It's nasty and it's messy. And when we've been out on roof, we've seen some very difficult situations. We've spoken to alcoholics and drug addicts. And we've talked people off of jumping from bridges. But at the same time, We've prayed with them. And we've seen how their lives change by knowing more of Jesus. We've seen people housed and we've seen people turn away from abusive relationships. Whoever we meet, we make it our goal to show them that they are worth our time and that they are worth who they are in Jesus. At G2, we've come up with some brilliant initiatives, such as uh, the bees and hampers we made last Christmas, And that was such a good thing for us to do because we came together and we made these hampers with such love and compassion for the people that needed them. And that was an amazing day for our community as well because we did it together. We didn't just pray and worship together, but we acted to make lives better in this community. The Holy Spirit was so present that day and filled us all with the drive. To help those who are less fortunate, but when we see people on the street, it's not that easy. We don't always know what to do, and it can be a bit scary or, or awkward. Sometimes we go up to them and we'll pass some change or a sandwich, but you aren't really sure what to say, or. If you have somewhere to be, you might walk a bit quicker and avoid eye contact because you really don't know what to do. But we have to ask ourselves, is that what Christ is? If we want to be more like Jesus, and part of that is being generous to everyone we come across, then we need to be intentional with our generosity. James 2, 15-17 tells us, Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. But what does this mean? It means we have a mandate from God to be intentional with our generosity. We've all seen someone in poverty. The section begins with a brother or sister. And we have brothers and sisters in this place who need our help. We have brothers and sisters in the city that need our help. We have brothers and sisters across the world that need our help. And then on to the section about being warm and well fed. Now that reminded me of, in the Lord's Prayer, give us today our daily bread. When we say that, we don't just mean, I'll get a loaf from Morrison's. That's not just what we mean by that. It's being fed physically and spiritually. And if we can provide that to other people, how amazing could that be? And then onto the last bit, which I think is so powerful. Faith without action is dead. It's not saying that it's empty. It's not saying that it's weak. Faith without action is dead. We can't just be reading the word of God. We need to live it. It should be in our every action and thought. We are the salt and light, and we need to be beacons of Christianity for our sins and yours. Now, poverty is usually defined as not having the resources to meet your needs, but it's so much more than that. It's someone being alienated from society and feeling like less of a person. It has a horrible effect on the psyche and robs people of their self-esteem. It, it can make them difficult to see their sense of worth and it makes it harder for them to see the love of God. And whether you know it or not, you've met people in poverty. Because poverty goes beyond food banks and sleeping on the streets. There are people with relational poverty. They might be struggling with relationships or feeling incredibly lonely. There are people in this place who go back to uncomfortable households or will spend the evening alone. There are people in this place with financial poverty who are scraping by on a meal a day but don't want to tell anyone. And there are people in this place who will go home and cry themselves to sleep because of loneliness. And then there are people in spiritual poverty. They've heard the word of God before, but in amongst Brexit and climate change and everything else mounting up, they just can't believe that there's a God out there. As a church, we have power beyond our belief. Through God we are given the strength to do anything. So why aren't we using that strength to help the community? Just imagine what this city would look like if we could build relationships with all who are hungry. Imagine how we could multiply socially active leaders right here at G2 to go out into the world. And imagine how many lives we could change just by becoming more socially active Christians. So what we're going to do, I want you to turn to the person next to you or think for a moment by yourself. And I want you to decide what you're going to do this week to reach out to someone and to show them that they're worth your time.